It's here in the city. It's here in the city. This is here in the city. This is here in the city. I'm Sarah Harris. I'm Sarah Harris. New message. Truth should be truth. But then it depends on, in the telling, whose truth is it. We're here most Tuesdays, bringing you radio realities from the urban landscape and mapping the city with voices of creative social change in and around Los Angeles. On Pacifica Radio, powered by the people, thanks to the generous support of you, our listeners, the capable crew at KPFK, the innovators of web-based radio at SoundCloud, news you might have missed at newsdesk.org, and the community-funded reporting project, Spot Us. You can find us on the web at here in the city. That's H-E-A-R in the city.org. This is utterly radio outside of the studio, and I will start by saying this is here in the city, and I'm Sarah Harris, and today's show is all about something called social practice. It's also all about just the use of space, public space, private space, and the way in which we interact with it. And I'm standing here with Janet Owen Driggs. And Janet Owen Driggs is a co-curator of a project and a show called Come In, We're Open, which is right now at the Da Vinci Gallery at Los Angeles Community College. Um, The project Come In, We're Open involves interviewing at this point around 80 people for approximately five minutes each, asking them to define how they are defining social practice as they teach it, make it, curate it, or fund it because social practice is a phrase that's being used a great deal in the art world at the moment. Often I would say to clump together and define a series of characteristics for practice that has been going on for quite a long time but this phrase has become most commonplace now to describe this type of work and there are all kinds of ways in which these practice that shares these characteristics is being institutionalized by museums, by galleries, by educational institutions, and particularly by educational institutions, also by civic art organizations. So I wouldn't say there's necessarily one project that exemplifies social practice. Um, of the interviews, um, of the interviewees with whom we've we've talked about this, certain characteristics of the work are a dissolution of the hierarchy between artist and viewer or artist and audience, so that an artist isn't working in the traditional format of externalizing their own um, interior feelings or attitudes or beliefs and making an object that shows the rest of the world who they are. What they're doing is they're usually creating structures whereby they and many other people can create meaning, objects, processes, performances, jam together. So that barrier between the artist and other others is dissolved so an attempt at horizontality rather than hierarchical 
creativity. I think of um, of Chris Cuellar, who we're about to take a walk with at City Hall, and the work that he's involved in. So I guess I would ask you um, to sort of introduce his aspect in the workshops and and connect to what I just described because he admittedly arrived in Los Angeles very recently and is very much enjoying being in this space um, of social practice here. We invited Chris to do, first do an interview for Coming We're Open um, and now to do a workshop that's happening on Tuesday April 9th from 9am to 5pm at LA City College. Chris's workshop on Tuesday is an invitation to loiter. So he's asking anyone and everyone who'd like to just come and loiter with him on the City College campus to do so. I've been out on various loiterings with Chris. And apart from the fact that it's thoroughly enjoyable to do nothing, and that's the point, you can't loiter and sew or knit. It's not meant to be productive in the way that we usually understand productivity. This is time to do nothing. Idly chat. I took, I, I did some loitering um, with some friends down in Santa Ana and after about half an hour, one of them did a cartwheel. She was so happy to just do nothing. Um, the, the subject of loitering and the act of loitering I think um, is a very complicated one, even though from the outside it might appear not. And um, Chris has really hit upon something that allows us to ponder the way we understand time and the way we use time and the way we understand and use space. And it's the fact that anything that is deemed to be unproductive is deemed to be loitering and therefore illegal. So it's public space, you can't just hang out in it, you'll get moved on and maybe even threatened with arrest or arrested or ticketed um, and particularly if you're not white in this city if you look at instances of, of ticketing for for loitering um, it tends to be primarily people who are homeless and not white who get um, punished in this way for just hanging around so the 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 project is a way of occupying space. It's a way of being with people. It's a way of being with time. I know. Let's, well, here we are. I'm just going to say right off the bat, this is here in the city. <laughs> and we're standing at the corner of... Uh, Spring and Temple. With Chris Cuellar, who is... How would you describe yourself and your practice? How would I describe myself? Um, I would say that I'm, uh, I'm an artist. I, I do a lot of work in different media. I'm doing a lot of social practice lately. Um, social practice is something that I know is getting a lot of attention now. It's well, a new phrase, I, I feel like. I, I don't think it was in use until maybe a couple years ago or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Should we walk around? Yeah, let's walk. So we're, it's noisy here, but the the whole reason that we're having this conversation is you've been working on the subject of loitering right. and I have in my bag some definitions of loitering <laughs> by the LAPD right. yeah. and uh, from the Oxford English Dictionary <laughs> but I'm more curious to know about your definition and your interest in that subject 
right? As soon as those sirens stop blasting. I guess, you know, let's my definition... Let's pick a spot. Yeah, let's go up here. We'll go um, sit on the steps. I've and actually loitered on this, on this, on these steps a number of times. Um, you know, it's literally doing nothing um, in public, which uh, uh, apparently drives uh, Americans as crazy as something like having sex in public or, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's apparently very taboo. <laughs> And it has been uh, for a while. Um, and I think it's also, you know, it's a trick. It's a, it's a power trick. I think it's a way, I mean, I was just thinking about it earlier. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's a law that lets, that lets um, you know, those in power remove, you know, potentially people from an environment if they don't look like they fit, which is a really interesting interesting thing um, on the grounds that they potentially could commit a crime or that they um, are not doing business there they're not spending money there uh, they're not producing anything um, so loitering is is literally all of those things it's not producing it's not spending money it's not doing anything it's just being in a, in, in a, in a place so basically just using occupying being in a public place which ostensibly if you think about the definition of public space, that's what it's for. That's what it's for, right? Yeah. So you know, there are all these you know all these stories about you know people getting picked up for loitering in parks, especially if you're homeless. Um, what exactly are you supposed to be doing there? <laughs> uh, well, I, let's maybe we could start with the the workshop that you're going to be giving next week, yeah. um, and what it is and who it's targeted yeah. toward. Well, um, like I I hesitate to use the word workshop because again I think uh, it, you know loitering really is anti-work. It's it's kind of you know depending on how many people are participating, and I think it it there there's a threshold where if you have enough people loitering then it becomes protest then it becomes more of an activity you know why are all these people gathered in this particular location so when i was doing this initially um after occupy um it was sort of a it was a sort of it for me it was a, a tactic to kind of bring out um people that might not have been as politically active uh to 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 come and visit these spaces that were like just recently activated in some pretty intense activity and, and to and to sort of just um, reflect on it and also you know literally uh, there's something interesting about going to these spaces after you know after the after the uh, protests after the occupation because uh, I was thinking you know I was thinking there's there's no you, there are no memorials for this um, so other than what's you know what exists in, in you know in our own documentation or in what people remember uh, that's a, that's a history that uh, you know that uh, the the space uh, creators the space owners would would rather cover up or pretend that didn't exist so I mean if you were to visit now city hall it doesn't look like anything <laughs> it's hard to imagine what was was happening here a year ago so um, I mean that's really interesting when you say there there's no there's no memorializing. There's no permanent trace other than our own activities right. as they move forward. Right. Um, those who remember and continue. Right. So it's like the repeated footstep, the footprint, the trace. Yes. And the media trace that so many people have left. Um, 
and erasing the footsteps in the hardscaping and the landscaping makes it seem you know for let's say a tourist were to get off a bus right here you know in front of grand park they'd have no idea about what happened here yeah you know it's hard to even imagine like i was just looking at at all of the the spiky succulents (laughs) like it's hard to even imagine so many people camped out um where they were i mean it was literally covered in tents like every like piece piece of land here that was not concrete was 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 a tent was a place where people were living and i remember i mean i remember feeling actually not just me but quite a few of us um i mean probably thousands of people in los angeles being proud of our city for being as probably the last holdout of not sweeping the occupy movement um, and participants off of the steps of whatever you know their official building was that they chose right. to to take um, public possession. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. I think it was the, the most uh, uh, as far as the um, uh, interaction with the police. I think it was the most uh, congenial, and and there was a lot of communication. Um, and the the final raid went you know fairly peacefully i was you know i remember being i remember the uh the the radius of uh the downtown the part of downtown that was blocked from everyone just kept growing and growing until you know you literally could not be downtown if you were downtown you were going to be arrested Doesn't you were matter. here that night yeah yeah it was intense um so uh what happened i mean from your so how did you approach and how did you leave because i i have tape from that very next oh, wow. morning that yeah. I, actually it occurs to me i want to play and i want to talk to you oh, about cool. it yeah. um but what was your experience that night yeah i mean I, I you know and this was sort of my experience this is like why i was thinking about you know doing something like a loitering you know uh, practice or something like if you can call it a practice even um was um uh, and this is something that I still think about a lot is, is just the idea of, of nonviolent protest and um, how actually really violent it is. Um, even, even if, um, uh, you know, there are no, there's no gunfire, um, people get arrested, people get hurt. Um, you put yourself in a very dangerous place. Um, it's provocative. It's intended to be provocative. Um, so there's a, there's a very strange, um, there's a, there's a really strange dynamic where uh, it's 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 a protest that's intended to provoke violence, but you uh, you know there is no resistance, and in doing so, you make a strong statement about about what is you know what's happening, the level of control and, and oppression that exists in society. Um, so I, I I was having I was having a lot of I was thinking a lot about you know what 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 really is what would what would a nonviolent protest be? It would probably have to be something that doesn't immediately um, provoke aggression or is not provocative. So I was thinking about something like loitering, which is what protesting is essentially, <laughs> for the most part. Um, what does that look like without that? And like, what are what are the differences between it? And when does it start to not look like anything? And what is you know what if what does it mean to to come into a situation um, with with an idea of resistance or you know with um, uh, maybe some you know I was I was thinking about you know, there's there's so many things that you can do if you're not if you're not um, uh, if you're escaping everybody's attention, which is you can gather a lot of information. Um, 
And there was something about uh, Occupy movement where the, uh, the dynamics were immediately us versus them. Um, there's, it's, hard to, it's hard to learn in those situations in the same way that you do in a smaller group when you're going unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I think that's the rub right there is the, there are some sort of signals or visual cues or ways of moving, interacting as a group of, mm-hmm. you know, even it can range from three kids of color on a block downtown at midnight they are going to get nabbed by the cops um to you know 20 people dressed in suits standing in front of city hall or you know in the same corner uh at 10 a.m aren't going to be touched so it's not the number of people um that's the what what sort of triggers the what you what you're calling the potentially violent response right yeah right yeah yeah no you're right and and that's what's that's so interesting and you know it varies uh also so there are other signifiers besides number there's color of your skin there's the type of activity you're engaging in um you know even even not engaging in if you have a skateboard or a, or you know a, you know a spray paint can or something that's a red flag. Uh, I think um, you your know, props that you carry. <laughs> your props that you carry, the way you're dressed. <laughs> um, those are so many. I mean, it's so. But it's it's interesting to, to sort of tease out. You know what 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 exactly looks what looks dangerous to to police or to anybody really. Um, That's interesting. So there's this this day after the Occupy protest Mm -hmm. was dispersed um, downtown and I went out to the cornfield, the Los Angeles State Historic Park on uh, between Broadway and Spring. It's northeast of City Hall and there were maybe 40, 50 people. I had been following it on Twitter and figured oh you know, some folks are going to go there to just rest and eat and and talk and sort yeah. of regroup right. um, in that's the morning. Where, that's where the official regrouping was, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then what was your experience? Well, I um, I went down, you know, on my bicycle and I could see from above, like it was it was just maybe double the number of people you'd normally see in the park that morning at 9 a.m. And they weren't, you know, jogging and walking their dogs um, or exercising. They were sitting on a a little hill together in a circle and sort of gathering. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I'm Sarah. Sarah and Tahara. Hi, Tahara. That's a pretty name. Oh, thank you. I host a radio show called Here in the City. Uh-huh. I knew some people were going to be coming here today, mm-hmm. so I thought I'd come and just see who was there last night. Last night was a mixture of people. Most of the, the individuals who are you know, genuinely homeless and have really no social connections to help them out of that situation, they, they left long before the raid began. They knew it was going to yes. be happening. Yes. So most of the people that stayed were people that... Um, you know, in my work on different committees uh, that were chosen to stay, you know, purposefully arrested. So people were there like they knew that they wanted to meet the police? Yeah, they wanted to meet them, um, you know, still, 
really the point is is not so much holding a, a physical space as it is shining a light on the practices that we have that are kind of antiquated and just not effective anymore. <laughs> so what, were you there last night? I was. I was actually detained and handcuffed. I wasn't arrested. Um, I was just exhausted from all the work we've been doing on the media and other committees, and so I had fallen asleep. And I was literally sleeping as they opened the tent and said, yes, you're being arrested. And I said, no, 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 I, I didn't hear the announcement. So they went ahead and let me go. Um, and then they formed a circle to sit down. So I went and I sat and, you know, talked to a few people and they were doing, passing the mic and um, really sort of strategizing about what would happen next and what had happened the night before to just desaguitarse. Uh, um to just decompress and, and share, because some people felt it was very violent, and some people felt like, you know, it was okay, we knew what would happen. LAPD. Dude, they, they've been watching us since yesterday, every single one of us, dude. They know where we're going. They know everything that we're doing. What are they doing now? Are you guys having a conversation? So once we got raided or whatever, um, we all met up over here this morning, and we're trying to get assembled to try to, you know, see what we can do, what's the next step. We're trying to rearrange ourselves because we got, we got raided. I'm Becca, Rebecca, whatever, and... Um, i just like to say, first of all, I'm proud of the whole Occupy LA to begin with, the fact that we were so non-violent and we stood our ground. And those of us that, you know, didn't hold back and get arrested, you know, we're, we, we did as much as we could. <coughs> and um, I, just, um, I just think that we need to be calm, we need to be peaceful, we need to be positive, we need to support each other. I'm glad to have a reason to play this tape. I've been, it's this memorial. I've been holding the thing and saying, yeah. I have no reason to share this. There's no context for it. Hello, I'm Patrick. Um, I just see that the, uh, the mayor and LAPD lost their high ground last night. It's really a shame because the world had recognized LA as being a little different. We'd really behaved civilized in a civilized way. And, uh, movements last night, I think they lost that. And I think our ability to focus in on the mayor in particular. There we are in a state park. Um, it's a public park and there are people sitting and picnicking essentially, eating granola bars, drinking water, uh, talking in a circle. And all of a sudden, police start to show up, LAPD and the sheriff's department, one by one. And then I would say a sort of convoy of 12 police cars, uh, LAPD, pulled up all into the driveway, parked, they got out, and they surrounded in a half circle the lower part of this hill. Wow. All of us have our respectful homes to go to. We're not looking to occupy. We're not going to pitch a tent. We're just carrying our stuff at the moment. Good morning. You see what I'm saying? So we are not doing anything wrong, and I would highly appreciate it if we were just allowed to practice our First Amendment rights so we're not doing anything wrong at the moment. 
We is haven't they, violated anything. The park anything. hours are open, are they not? We haven't violated anything. Okay, we were young talking to the wrong folks. This is a state park, and you're going to have to deal with the state we rangers. We did talk to the state yeah, rangers. Yeah, so what they, what they direct you to do, mm -hmm. I would have you and do it. And the state rangers said it was okay for us to be here yeah, until so when the rangers, when the, But whatever specific area within the park that the rangers put mm -hmm. you, I would adhere to them. They said yeah. we could go up there. They told us we could go up there. This is state park, so they handle it. You know, we only we only be called in if you don't go by their rules, and then in which case we'll come. If you go by their rules, we have been going by rules. We have no issues. We have no issues. We have pledged to go by their rules, so we have we have we have no issues. So we have no issues. We have no issues. That's what I'm saying. Special events, special events have been paid for several months ahead of time, and we do not want to be in breach of our contracts. Okay, so we have preparation. This is preparation. Uh -huh. The event, you guys are welcome to see it, is Saturday and Sunday this week. Okay. You know, you can only loiter on, on, on uh, private property. That's the only way that it, it can be illegal. So here's the, here's the definition right here. I'm going to hand this to you. This yeah. is the, the LAPD's crime tips for business owners. Okay. So, yeah, and then you have the definitions, which I love, you know. <laughs> These are uh, good. To linger aimlessly, um, or as if aimless, in or about a place. <laughs> I love. I like doing that. There's so much, you know, uh, in or around or about, um, as if, you know, uh, it's potential. There's so much potential involved in it. It's like I could do something. I could also. I could do something violent. I could do something productive. I could do nothing. <laughs> but the point is, I'm like in. I'm. I'm pre that state. I'm not even doing. I'm not even thinking about doing anything yet. Um, to move in a slow, idle manner, making purpose, purposeless stops in the course of a trip, journey, errand, etc. To waste time or dawdle over work. Um, to pass time in an I idle or aimless manner. <laughs> so there's, like, there's this, I think, idea also, you know, of wasting time, which uh, uh, I think culturally, you know, that's, that, that's something... Um, one of the things that was interesting when I was sort of doing this regularly, uh, immediately following Occupy, Occupy um, was, you know, trying to get friends that weren't uh, politically active or, or, you know, would never go to a protest to sort of, you know, loiter without, and that, that was the way that, I, you know, I was, we're, we're specifically not going to do anything political. This is not, we're, we're not going to do anything. We're literally just going to stand in a place. And the hardest thing, to, you know, to get people you know, I, I, think it, it, I think even if I said that we would be protesting or we would be doing some kind of political gesture, artistic gesture, that would make more sense to people. But to say that you're going to do nothing, that like really rubs people the wrong way. <laughs> so for some reason, I think, you know, like it's so ingrained, you know, this notion of productivity. Um, if you if you tell somebody, you know, if you ask someone to do nothing with you, that's it's a little bit terrifying. People essentially were allowed to loiter in a public space, which by definition you're not loitering, you're using a public space for what it was intended to be used for, which is just being in it without any purpose other than you're there. <laughs> but there, there's danger in that for the society in which we live. One, because if people cluster together and hang out and talk there's possibilities of fermenting discontent and expressing discontent so that's a very literal way in which public gathering can be dangerous and providing space for public gathering can be perceived 
as dangerous by by local authorities. Um, but there's another way too. If we all got to be questioning the way in which we are required to work furiously, 40, 50 hours a week, 60 hours a week, um, work, people are working so hard. We're being driven for, for what? Often for very, very little return. If we stop and think about that, if we stop and reflect on the way in which our world is, is turning right now, might we not be more likely to then take part in a, a discontented conversation in public space and require that something change? Viva Jürgen Habermas. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Owen Triggs, thank you very much for taking the time to talk. My pleasure. We'll have a link to, um, what is the website that people could visit? Performingpublicspace.org. Performingpublicspace.org. Uh, we'll have a link on our website here in the city.org, or you could just go to performingpublicspace.org in order to find out more about Come In, We're Open. I'm Sarah Harris. Signing off. To yapping on. When you go in and out, may you have peace and level and safe. Yes. Be safe. Peace.